Yeah, I like this movie. I just, um, there's some parts that I kind of just didn't really pay attention to towards the end. Because you don't like them or because? Just because it's not really like, I don't know. I think it's mainly the parts with Charlie Sheen in this movie that I don't, you know? Yeah, you don't really, the, you don't really I don't care really for. care for. Interesting. Are you like, is it specifically this movie or you've never really been a Charlie Sheen I like fan? Charlie Sheen, it's just. Um, I guess I kind of space out on the whole fucking ending fight scene, sh- shootout scene. It's way too fucking long. You think so? Yeah. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's get into it. Um, and play it again, man. You must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. Good morning, Vietnam! You're going to need a bigger boat. What's up, everybody? It's Steven here. Jason, what's up? And uh, we are doing a little movie called Money Talks, originally released on... August 27th, 1997. Uh, it is directed by Brett Ratner. It is his first movie that he ever did. Um, movie had a budget of $25 million and made $48.4 million. So it made its budget back almost twice as much. Um, not necessarily a huge success. Uh, to be honest with you, I haven't seen, I don't know that many people that have seen this movie as big of a star as Tucker was by. Rush Hour. Um, I would have figured a lot of people gone back and watched this movie, but mm. a lot of times when I talk to people about it, um, kind of they're like, "What movie?" I, yeah, I. It's probably some of the same reasons why I. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, like, I, I've, I've I've always really enjoyed this movie. So for I, those of you same. who don't know, it stars Chris Tucker, Charlie Sheen, Heather Locklear, and Paul Sorvino. Um, it's about. Uh, a street hustler who gets wrongfully accused of, you know, a prison break and killing a bunch of cops. And he has to enlist the help of a news reporter who sent him to jail to try to clear his name. All the while, there are a bunch of people trying to kill him. They're looking for diamonds that are missing. And uh, I don't know. I, I love this movie. I think it's a whole lot of fun. Um, so it'll be good to have a little bit of pushback on that. Um, going forward with the rest of the movie. But let's try and rewind the clocks and start at the beginning like we always do and talk about the first time we saw this movie or remember seeing it or or whatever. Dude, I remember seeing it on DVD from a uh, recommendation from my brother um, later on. When, when did the DVDs come out? 99? Around there, like 2000, something like that. Yeah, yeah so I watched it later on. Later on um, not not too long after DVDs came out, probably. Um, yeah, I remember seeing it because I remember seeing the 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 cover of the DVD. Yeah, and being so, and like the image being so burned in my head that um, that was the first time I watched it. it. Was on DVD. Nice. And I remember my brother was like, "Hey man, uh, Smokey's got a got a, a new or not a new movie, but yeah. it's time it's already been out for a few years." But yeah. Um, he's like, yeah, it's funny, man. It's called Money Talks. Uh-huh. Um, I was like, what? I was like, oh, I gotta watch that. And then I watched it and 
fucking hilarious. Um, I mean, I, I still think the movie's really funny. Yeah. Uh, it's not like Twins, where like, yeah, I look yeah, back, yeah. I'm like, oh, this movie's not as funny as I remember. It's still really funny, but I think, like I was saying... You think the ending just drags I out I think the ending drags way too long. That fucking shooting scene is way too long. I just don't think it... I don't know. I don't know why... At least Chris Tucker in this movie in a shooting scene doesn't really do it for me. This, there's a lot of moving pieces uh, in that last scene. Yeah, it's like I think I think almost um, too much. Yeah, I I think uh, where the story goes, where the story. Yeah, we'll we'll get into it when we talk about it. So for me, uh, I remember specifically after the first Friday, um, I was like hooked on Chris Tucker and this same year um uh Fifth Element comes out and I'm like a huge Chris Tucker fan and this movie comes out and it's a rated R movie and I at the time I don't really understand R ratings or anything like that I just see movies that I want to see and I remember really wanting to go see this and my mom not taking me to go see it and she went to go see it in theaters and I remember I was really upset because I didn't get to go see the movie and um just being like, man, now I have to wait for a long time to see this movie. And then, I mean, it wasn't that much longer. It came out on VHS. Yeah. I can't remember if we rented it first, but I know we bought it on, we had it on VHS for a long time. And I would just, dude, I watched the shit out of this movie. Watched hmm. it over and over and over again. I thought it was just so funny. Um, and I really liked it. Uh, I was watching it yesterday and I was like, this might be one of my favorite, like, 90s comedy movies. Hmm. Um, it's just a really, really fun, like, like action comedy almost um i was sitting there and i was thinking i was like dude i like this more than i like uh rush hour or anything else yeah I, what I, yeah i really like this movie rush hour is fun but i like movies to be rated r and rush hour is like pg-13 yeah but that's the fucking great thing about it that's that funny and it's pg-13 yeah i yeah i i'm sorry to disagree with you i, I enjoy this movie much more than i could than rush hour um, but yeah, that's where we were when we first saw this movie. But uh, let's get into the cast a little bit. Chris Tucker, we've talked a bunch about. Um, we did Rush Hour. We did uh, The Fifth Element. He was in both of those movies, and his career has quieted down since then. But you know, he's supposedly coming back for another uh, Rush Hour movie with Jackie Chan. They just announced that. Please don't. Um, Charlie Sheen. Hold on, I want to talk about Chris Tucker real quick. Okay. Um. I really think that, I think, I mean, I don't know for sure, but speculating, part of the reason why I think he stopped uh, acting and, like, like was he wanted to get get away from roles that reminded him of Smokey, I think. Okay. I mean, this, this like, I have here in my notes, this character, Franklin, yeah. is, like, if Smokey's twin brother or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... They're very similar. Yeah, and... I think, I mean, I always think about him in Dead Presidents. Yeah. And he was really good in that movie. He is really good in that movie. He's a good actor. And I think that if he would have kept doing roles like that, I think we could have seen something special. Yeah. I um. I don't know why the scene in Dead Presidents, when he's dead, he's overdosed on, on the chair. Yeah. And his eyes are fucking... Are all glossed over. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that... For some reason, I'm like, 
fucking amazing acting, man. Just yeah. sitting there dead. I don't know why. He's not doing anything. He's yeah. just dead. <laughs> but no, but like, he, he should have kept doing stuff like that. Yeah, it's I mean, sometimes sometimes people get typecasted and they don't get roles or whatever. I mean, he made a shitload of money off the Rush Hour movies. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I, I don't really know for, for certain. But uh, yeah, Chris Tucker. Um, he's great in this movie. Great in pretty much everything he's in. You think he, this is the most hammed up? Fucking! I don't know, man. Uh, the Fifth Element. Fifth <laughs> the Fifth Element's pretty, pretty up there. Like with all the like, like high pitched shit. Like I don't know, man. I just, dude. Uh, Ruby, this one, he's like let loose, though. I think, dude. Ruby Rod, when he he slides into the movie, he literally slides into that movie, <laughs> and his fucking outfits and his hair and just, dude. It's pretty over the top. Yeah. But I fuck I love it. No, I love it too. Um Charlie Sheen. So you're a Charlie Sheen fan, you said, right? Yeah. You, yeah. you enjoy Charlie Sheen. What a insane, insane person and insane <laughs> career that he had. I know. Obviously he's famously uh the son of Martin Sheen, brothers with Emilio Estevez. Emilio <laughs> He um had his first movie in a movie called Grizzly, uh the Predator, Grizzly Two, The Predator, I believe. Um, but then he started showing up in movies like Red Dawn with Patrick Swayze, which is a really fun movie that I like. Um, Ferris oh, Bueller's yeah. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's got a little quick cameo in there, and then he starts doing like really, really crazy, awesome movies like uh, Platoon in nineteen eighty six. It's the same year as Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's a star of that, and then you get this, this. This performance out of him in, in this really important movie that wins like best picture and Navy SEALs, Navy SEALs, no a <laughs> platoon, um, and uh, you just start to see the formation of this guy who's going to have this incredible career, yeah. and he does have an incredible career. Yeah, but it shot. He goes up and then he comes down, and it's just all all over the place. Um, he's famously had a lot of problems with addiction to drugs and yeah. sex and prostitutes and a bunch of other stuff, but. Charlie Sheen growing up to me was just really, really cool. He's yeah. always like super cool dude. Hot um, shots. Yeah, hot shots. Uh that it's a little later. So he does a Wall Street with Oliver Stone again in nineteen eighty-seven. Uh Eight Men Out and Young Guns in nineteen eighty-eight. He's just on fire for the longest time. Men at work, Navy SEALs, the rookie, Ooh, all the in rookie. 19, all in nineteen ninety. Um Hot Shots nineteen ninety-one. 1993 does uh, the Three Musketeers and Hot Shots Part Two, uh, just just great stuff. Um, in between that, he had done Major, major League. Oh, okay, and, I was gonna ask that. Yeah, Major League. Uh, <clears throat> 1994, The Chase. Uh, oh, The is, Chase, which is a movie that I remember really, really like. Li- yeah, I remember that one as a kid. Yeah, um, Major League Two, 1994. Check, check. He just, you know, so many different things um, over the years. And uh, he kind of, like, his movie career, I think, suffers because of his, like, drug addiction or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then he gets clean and he replaces Michael J. Fox on a show called Spin City in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And then I believe that's where he meets Heather Locklear. And then they get married, I believe, at one point. So at this time they weren't dating? No, I don't think so. I think they they started dating um, uh, when he he started uh, on... uh, on uh, Spin City, um, yeah, Michael J. Fox had a bout because his his uh, degenerative disease was like taking <sighs> taking over, and uh, yeah, 
And so he he comes back on that show, um, rebuilds his you know his his uh, his reputation, I guess. And then he does a bunch of other movies as well. But he he after the scary movie franchise kind of tanks, he starts doing those movies. And then he comes back in the like early two thousand early to mid two thousands, and he starts a show called Two and a Half Men, uh, which ends up being the most popular show on I TV know. for dude almost like twenty years. Yeah, it was insane. But um, and he was like the highest paid actor good. on TV. My mom used to watch it all the time. It's corny, but there's some funny parts in there. Um, yeah, and then after that, we get the infamous winning and Tiger Blood and all this shit, and he just goes off the fucking rails. Yeah, and just it's insane what's insane to me about that is it happened sooner <laughs> no it did and you know it did happen before because what, what i was gonna bring it up is he i remember i was a huge fan of inside the actor studio with yeah. james lipton and that's why i always say let's start at the beginning like always that's what james lipton used to say and he's on an episode of Inside the actor studio with James Lipton in the er- very early 2000s. And this is when he's already made his comeback and mm-hmm. he already had a falling out with like all the drugs and alcohol and everything. Yeah. So it's very strange to see him on the straight and narrow and his career is doing great and everything. And he's talking about his troubled times and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But we hadn't fucking seen anything yet. Like, oh, I know. He went fucking insane and yeah. now he's got like hiv and it, just because he's fucking banging prostitutes left and right it's just it's crazy it's crazy and it's it's really sad to see but i mean what an insane fucking life what an insane career he's done a lot uh yeah just amazing amazing guy um i hope he uh lives out the rest of his life the way he wants um because uh yeah Charlie Sheen, and he's a... Uh, one more can be said. Yeah, one more can be said. <laughs> he's good in this movie. I like him in this movie. He's got some some funny parts. Uh, him and him and Chris Tucker play well together, but uh, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's Charlie Sheen. Uh, uh, next up, we got Heather Locklear, who um, has been uh, in so many different things over the years. Uh, T.J. Hooker with uh, fucking... So fine. Yeah, she's... You know what? She's very beautiful... I was never a Heather Locklear like, like in love with her, you know. Um, but she's been in a bunch of shit over the years. Like I said, she was in Spin City with uh, Charlie Sheen as well. She was in Dynasty, T.J. Hooker, like I said, uh, Firestarter. This is a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of stuff. Wayne's World Two. She shows up in that one real quick. Got a little cameo in there. I feel like her career went exactly the way it should. I never thought of her as like the most amazing actress ever, but she's certainly not a bad actress either. Um, she's like, um, uh, what was her name from twins? Uh, oh, Kelly Preston. Yeah. I, she's, I feel like she's in a lot more notable stuff than Kelly Preston. And I think rightfully so Kelly, I mean, Kelly Preston's not bad either, but, um, yeah, Heather Locklear, I think had a little bit more star power to her. Um, She's good in this movie, too. Very believable, uppity, like, rich white chick. Um, has probably one really funny line in here and plays it really straight, and it's and, it, and it's really good. We'll get to that a little bit later. But, yeah, that's Heather Locklear. Then we got uh, Mr. Paul Sorvino, who, in this movie, I fucking love him in oh, this yeah, movie. This is probably, great. like, my favorite role of his. He's just so, so nice 
and like so so loving and just him and him and and Chris Tucker's chemistry in this yeah. movie. I could watch a whole movie of him and just Chris That'd Tucker together. Yeah. Like these two characters, it's, you, it's really you, funny. Uh, when did Sopranos come out? Uh, nineteen ninety nine, I think, the first year. Okay, because this guy and or his wife. Yeah. Remind me so much of Tony Soprano and his <laughs> wife. How? He's so nice in this movie. No, but I'm saying like the way they look and then the wife also looks like Tony Soprano's wife. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Blonde, you know, New York, you know, Italian Italian woman. You yeah. Know, like, I don't know. They, they give they give me the nicer toned down version yeah. of Tony Soprano and um, his wife. Paul Servino famously uh Polly in uh in Goodfellas. He's also in movies like Romeo and Juliet, which he's really good in as well. He's father of uh Mia Sorvino, which I did not know for many years. But he's he's great in this movie. Um and I, I just think he's hilarious. But uh yeah. Then we got uh Gerard Ismail, who plays Raymond, the French guy, the main baddie in this he's movie. Annoying as fuck. He's uh he is annoying, but I like him because he just seems really evil. He's got like mascara on or something. Yeah. He's got that really evil look. Um, I like some of his some of his like mean readings as well. Um, then we got Paul Gleason who plays uh, Lieutenant Bobby Pickett, who we know from Die Hard, which we did, <laughs> The Breakfast Club. Uh, he passed away a little while ago. Um, he's really great in this movie. He comes off really earnest, and then when we get the switch from him, makes a lot of sense, which we could talk about a little bit later. Um, Victoria Cartwright, who is an alien and a bunch of other stuff, she's great in this movie. She's Mrs. Cipriani. She's such a bitch in this movie, but it's really, really funny. Um, I like I like her a lot. That's Barry White. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Damien Chapa plays Carmine. Hey. Only other thing I know him from is Blood and Blood That's Out. That's the only thing that matters, homie. I don't like that movie. I, think I it's love really, that movie. Really bad. And it is bad, but I fucking love it. I, I didn't see it as a young kid. I remember people. I I remember like my family like oh Dangerous Minds and fucking. Uh, that movie and and me, me familia, which those two movies oh that I, one I watched growing those up. Those two movies I have seen, and then like and then American Me, Mi Vida and, Loca. You, no, you I, have, I, haven't, I haven't seen Mi Vida oh, Loca. That was good. Um, but that movie and everybody's just like oh blood in blood out. And then I saw it when I was older, and I was like, dude, what the yeah. fuck I, is this, dude? I, so I, obviously we won't ever do that one on here, but. Man, if <laughs> if I ever did do an episode on that, that would be a hilarious one because the I'm, story behind that. You know what? When I'm, I first da- watched I'm, down movie, to, I'm down to do it still. Yeah? I've only seen it once, but I'll watch it again oh, and, man. Do, and do it because it's a ridiculous movie. It, oh, it and is. Pretty much every single character in that movie is fucking insanely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's worth it's worth yeah. talking about for sure. Yeah, we used to watch that movie religiously at the apartment that, really? that Cheval had in, in Pomona. Yeah, uh, David Warner, who's been in a bunch of shit over the years. He's in Titanic, um, Tron. Uh, he's famously a villain in that movie. He plays the uh, Charlie Sheen's boss, uh, Barclay, Barclay, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, always, uh, usually an asshole. Uh, he's a nice guy in uh, Term- uh, not Terminator Two, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part Two, Revenge of the Use, or Secret of the Use. Uh, but yeah, he's got a small part in this movie. Phase on Love, yeah. uh, who plays gay cellmate. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they, him, did him, him, they did him like that. Yeah, him in this movie. That's probably one of my favorite scenes in this. Bro, movie. that's 
one of the funniest parts in the whole movie. Yeah, that's that 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 scene's probably one of my favorites. Not it's, to it's, mention how wrong the whole story that that oh, Franklin dude, yeah, is he's, giving. He's fucking <laughs> all of it is a lie the whole time. <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll get there. But phase on love, obviously, he's big worm. He's an elf. He's in a bunch of different stuff. <laughs> I, I fucking love him in this movie. I love him in pretty much everything. Yeah, um, he's he's so hilarious. Um, but we had we had to shout him out. Um, Elise Neal, who plays Paula. Um, so gorgeous. Oh, I yeah. always had a huge crush on her. Me and my cousin had a huge crush on her. Um, she's really funny in this movie. I, I like I like her deliveries. Um, I, I believe that she would be with uh, with um, with uh, Franklin Hatchet. Uh, but yeah, she plays Paula. She's been in a bunch of different stuff. All of Us, Hollywood Divas, The Hughleys. I believe she was the wife on that show for many years. Mm. Um, Black Hamptons, Hustle and Flow. She's great in this movie. She's really funny. And uh, yeah. Then we got Larry Hankin, who's in a bunch of different stuff. <laughs> Billy Madison is one that comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, Escape from Alcatraz. Really lanky, weird looking dude. Armed and dangerous. He plays, uh, the hell's his name in this movie? Roland. 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 He's the, he's a ticket scalper guy that helps uh, Franklin get all his tickets. Uh, another shout out. Uh, seen this dude in a couple different things. Daniel Roebuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays the other detective. Recently, he p- was in um, Rob Zombie's The Monsters. He played oh, the grandpa. No. Not a great. I, I I watched it. Not great. No, uh, I, but I already he, knew he, that. He's actually not terrible in that movie. Um River's Edge with uh, Keanu Reeves. He was on Matlock for a few for a few episodes. U.S. Marshals with there it Tommy is. Lee Jones. Don't like that movie. Love it. The Fugitive, great. Love both of them. U.S. Marshals, not that great. I watched it again uh, not that long ago. It's. Uh, I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. That's the wrong movie. That's the fugitive. That's the fugitive. Yeah. yeah. And, um, then, and then and then. In U.S. Marshals, he has he has Wesley Snipes in the same position that he had uh, Harrison Ford. He's like, turn around. Not as powerful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rents Howard plays a reverend. Had to shout him out. That's uh, fucking Ron Howard's dad. But uh, yeah, other than that, that's all the entire cast. Let's jump into the movie so we can uh, get to the all the funny parts. Um, right off the bat, the movie starts with uh, Barry White's uh, famous song, uh, First, Last, Everything. Uh, I love I love the beginning of this movie. Just It's just really poppy and really fun, like right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then we get introduced to Franklin, who's driving around Los Angeles. The movie's such a Los Angeles movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and I love Franklin's singing along with the, you're the sun, moon, moon. <laughs> just really, really funny stuff. He almost crashes, and you're like, "Oh, he's doing all right for himself, driving a convertible, fucking, uh, uh, the hell is it a Mercedes or mm-hmm. whatever?" And then we see he pulls into the car wash, and it's not his. Uh, I just thought it was really funny. Chris Tucker's fake singing, or like attempt at singing, yeah, is so funny. It's all off key, you mm-hmm. know, off time. Um, it's it's right up there with. Martin Lawrence's fake martial arts and fake uh, kung fu. So terrible. <laughs> <laughs> From Martin, you know, like yeah. it's like their 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 attempt at both. Yeah, but it's like, kind of good, but it's just like 
You think Mar- uh, you think Martin's kind uh, martial arts is kind of good? Mar- well, no, like you know, in all his movies, he always does a oh, I'm about to whoop that ass. Yeah, and he yeah, starts yeah. off. Oh, you don't know who you mess with. Like, yeah, when he does all, the, I don't know. For some reason, I feel like oh shit, he might he might fuck somebody up. Um, this time around, I did not notice. Uh, Tucker was an executive producer on this movie, which mm. I thought was cool. Um, I feel like after Friday, he had a lot of steam, a lot yeah. of. Lot of a lot of star power and kind of pull to do stuff. Um, for him to get an executive producer, yeah, for sure. Uh, credit on this movie says says a lot. Um, I love him meeting uh, Roland at the Coliseum. The mm-hmm. first shot that they get because they're doing dark and seedy deeds, and it's just a silhouette of them yeah. through the hallway of the Coliseum. Obviously, it lights up when they're talking about Phantom of the Opera and all that stuff. Um, that stuff's really cool. But uh, what did you notice right out the gate? Uh, that he's totally doing like he's doing his own little version of Eddie Murphy at, when he's at the car wash. Okay, yeah, yeah. and like he's giving the runaround to uh, Charlie Sheen, I think it is. Yeah, about you know what what he does, and you know, and just like to anyone really, he doesn't shoot anybody straight on, on anything. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty and, much bullshitting the entire yeah. time. He's a bullshit artist. He's yeah, like, he's kind of a con con man, pretty yeah. much hustler. And, and that's kind of what Eddie Murphy does in Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. You know, like when he sees an opportunity to get in this place that he's not supposed to be, like, yeah. he'll come up with a fucking, you know, a con real fast. And I feel like he pulled for sure from yeah, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he, do, he does that as well in, like, uh, Trading Places when he plays Valentine. Um, yeah. He's, he's a fucking hustler, pretty mm-hmm. much scam artist. Uh, he does the famous thing. He, he has this, like, he does it in... Um, in uh, House Party 3, and I'm pretty sure it was in his stand-up as well, <clears throat> where he does the same time, man. I don't know you, same time. Oh, yeah. When they're trying to, like... It's a lot of jokes of his, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I think he, he just, you know, pulls from that, and it you could tell that he's... It let him go a He's improvising yeah. a lot in this movie, for sure. Yeah. It was Brett Ratner's first movie. Apparently, um, the first director bowed out, and... Uh, Chris Tucker recommended Brett Ratner because he had worked with them on a music video before, um, which Brett Ratner famously, uh, his career kind of tanked after the second rush hour. Mm-hmm. Um, he made this movie, which is, I think, for a first movie, really great. Um, then he makes Rush Hour, Rush Hour 2, and then he took the reins from Brian Singer to do the third X-Men movie, which a lot of people don't oh, don't like, um, rightfully so. And he makes movies now, like, uh, he made that fucking Hercules movie with The Rock <laughs> that did not look good. I went to watch it, man. Oh, really? <laughs> I love The Rock, dude. I'm sorry. Jesus. But I didn't I didn't pay for Black Adam, though. But you seen it? I, I watched the last hour, yeah. and that's all I needed to watch. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a, I haven't been a fan of The Rock in a very long time. Since, like, Walking Tall or something. Walking Tall is tight. Walking Tall is really fun. Yeah. Uh, I like that movie. Uh but yeah, um, let's see. Oh uh, yeah, we just get that whole scene. I love. I love. You know, we have the whole Barry White uh, intro, and then as soon as we get to the car wash, we get the car wash theme from the movie Car Wash. Yeah. Um, and it's just really fast paced. It really feels like Los Angeles. There's yeah. just cars coming in and out, people moving around. Nobody really gives a fuck about the fact that the, all this hustling is going on right here and yeah. everything like that. And then we get introduced to Charlie Sheen, who wants to do earn it. Who wants to do a story on him? It seems like it. He's interested in in like how all this works, but when he gets blown off by 
by Chris Tucker. He gets pissed, like, right, he gets pissed and then dude narks on him like so quick. That 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 leads me to this question now. <clears throat> so remember when he's like, "Oh, I did a piece on uh, uh, automatic weapons." Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, or I did a piece on blah blah blah. I did a piece on this. Yeah, skate artist. How many and the of those people love him? Did the, did he fucking nark on before? Oh, probably a bunch. Probably. I mean, he's a he's just a what a fuck. Just a fucking middle class white dude that's uh, doesn't get his way. He's gonna tattletale on you pretty much. <laughs> Jeans, That's why I don't like him. Jeans with the sports coat. Uh, <laughs> so 90s. Oh, yeah. So 90s. Um, Charlie Sheen, he really... Uh, <clears throat> I think he really comes off as that middle class, like, yuppie. Like, uh, the yuppie that didn't hit it big, that just, you know, wants to be rich. And he's got that sense of... Uh, of um, not anger, but resentment, and you yeah, know, yeah, like he's just like fucking, just like always, just uh, just yeah. He's it's always like, pissed it's off. It's like entitlement. Like he feels like he's entitled to things, yeah. but he really's not. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you get that right away. the The two characters are established very well right at the beginning. Is Chris Tucker is like this fast talking, smooth hustler hustler guy, and then Charlie Sheen is this repressed. Fucking uptight dude who wishes, yeah, pretty much will do anything to get his way. Yeah, I mean, at that with saying that, they're not that different. You that's know, that's they, true. They're willing to do whatever they need to do. That's true. Um, yeah, there, there's kind of it's kind of kind of just that uh, he gets that shitty shitty story that he didn't want, but he'll take it yeah. uh, to see if he can you know pass it off as fucking something good to his boss. Um, I love. Uh, <laughs> Because the reason why he fucks up, I oh, the whole um, I love I love when they're doing oh they're about to do the story and then fucking uh, Charlie Sheen's like talking into the mic and then fucking Chris Tucker grabs his hand and like moves it up and everything, <laughs> and then he's like, "What are you thinking? I'm doing out here, man? I'm fucking blah blah." He's like, "Dude, you can't say fuck, fuck what? Like just all that yeah, stuff's really really fun kind of language on TV, on man. TV. Fuck that." <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, and then Carmine comes up behind and he just fucking leaves. He's like, go to commercial or do, do another yeah. story or something. But I love when they're in the car and he's, like, talking to him about the money and he's like, get out, get out of my car, get on the street and get my money. He's like, all right, but I don't want to leave mad like this. Give me a hug or something. A kiss. A kiss. Throws him out of his car. Um, that, then, that's, that, that's those parts that for sure improvised. Yeah. No, like, oh, yeah. He just throws a, throws a little thing in there. Um, that he gets in the car, talks to Carmine. When he gets out of the car, the cops are already there. Yeah, that would never happen. No, there's no way they show quick. they show up that quick. unless they're just already waiting. Especially in Los Angeles, it's just not no way happen. the cops got here that fast, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were waiting. They were waiting for us. Then we immediately he gets he gets thrown in jail. I love the fucking the cop that's like five dollars. You offer me five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now bribery. Yeah, now bribery. Um, then we immediately get thrown into probably one of the best scenes of the movie. Uh, Chris Tucker explaining what happened to him. Man, I am dead serious, man. The popo tripping that man. Ever since that OJ shit, man, I was just rolling down the street, wasn't doing nothing. They gonna pull me over, man. I'm serious, man. I was just living ghetto fabulous, man. I had five of my finest hoes, and we was just chilling from a little hot, man. But I was just chilling, man. I was like. The cop gonna come up, pull behind me, had the lights and everything. Get out of the car, get out of the car. I, like, I ain't getting out of the car. I ain't getting out of the car. Yeah, I was like, I, I was like, I don't know, I ain't getting out of the car. Then all my hoes in the car was scared. They was like, Franklin, Franklin, we scared. They be saying Everybody stuff like that. I was like, oh, no, no. 
Ugh, I ain't stopping because I ain't do nothing. And he came up to the car, right? He said, get out of the car, get out of the car. I said, what you calling back up for, man? Everybody around here for this. Between me and you, I ain't even do nothing. They got my license, my registration, everything. What's up now? What's up now? Yeah, so then he was like, he's trying to, talk to him then like he started, stop playing, man. Then he started tripping. That's when I slapped him, right? I was like, mm! And I took his handcuffs right off of him. I put his handcuffs on him, put him in the back seat of my car. I said, I'm going to take your ass to jail because you the one tripping around here. You understand? They put their hands on you. And they tried to, man. And dude, one dude gonna come try to grab me from the back. That's how they call me. That's how they brought me in. From the back? What they do? How they, they do? They tried to grab me like this, jack me up, man. Was it? Like that? Nah, they was like grabbing, man. They was like, tripping. They was trying to, they was slanging like Yeah, like that. They, they like grabbing. Yeah, yeah. Man, get the hell off me, man. Hey! Don't even shut that. Pretty much nothing. Get out the car. Get out the car. It's not even close. Yeah, yeah not, nothing. He's there with a bunch of chicks. Frankly, frankly, we scared. <laughs> but the whole time, Phase on Love is just fucking looking dude, at dude. The look he gives him, he's like, <sighs> puts his head back. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I just want this dude so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and his like, they be saying things like, that's quit playing, man. Go, come on, come on. You hot takes off his shirt, yeah. fucking undoes his pants. Oh my god, up. dude, that part! Uh, I can dude. watch that scene over and yeah, over again. It's, it's, it's so, so funny. funny. Um, apparently, there's a continuity error in there. After he he unbuns his pants and opens his 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 pants up, uh, when they cut back to him, his pants are are. Uh, uh, but uh, I I read that there was a, a lot of very little that I could find out about the production of this movie when I was doing my research. Um, but yeah, that scene's just so funny, and then it results with fucking. It's like they put their hands, hands on you. you. He's like, like, yeah, 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 they yeah. grab me like this, like like this, or like this. Yeah, yeah. Man, where, where your shirt? At? <laughs> hey, you know that they lifted that part from Friday. Really? Where where he's like, did he grab you like this? Oh yeah, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. This. I remember. No, I'm glad you brought that up because she, I remember like, the the other one. The yeah. Other one. I remember specifically being a young kid and watching that and thinking that exact same yeah. thing, and I d- totally forgot about it until you mm-hmm. brought it up right now. So good, good call out. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, but yeah, I I fucking love that. <laughs> I love that scene so much. Just phase on love. Just the things that he can oh, do with his face. Dude, just that, 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 that look, man. It's love. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like he's, he's like a, he's a. I like his, him, his like because he's sitting up and then he's like <sighs> he's just waiting and Chris Tucker's just talking and talking and talking <laughs> and he puts his head back and just yeah up and down. Yeah. I can't wait to get into this guy. Just so fucking funny, dude. Uh, for him to have this little cameo in here, yeah, just. So great, and, and coming from being big worms, yeah. Dude, and he could have, awesome. they could have had pretty much any actor oh, do yeah. it, but the fact that it was him and just it's it just really, really great. I fucking love it so much. And think about how insane it is that we're talking this long about that short of a scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. where he doesn't really say much, much of anything at all. And that's how fucking funny it it's is. hilarious. Like, dude. And, and he's really just all, the funniest part is just him looking, <laughs> yeah. it's just the look like that's amazing, dude. They be saying things like yeah. that. <laughs> uh, so great. Do you have anything to say about the um, the prison escape, the bus crash? Um, yeah, I mean, they, they should have been dead. I feel like th- that fire was, like, right above their head. Yeah. And, like, they, like, crouched down. Like, that shit. Some burns for sure. Yeah, like. Franklin's hair would have been would cinched. Yeah. Um, I wrote down. They're they're on the first street bridge, I believe, in Los Angeles, um, which is on either side of it. There's pretty much nothing underneath it. There's the Alley River and some train tracks and shit. Uh, the bridge isn't that big. It's not that tall. 
But for some reason, they're rappelling down the top of the like column on the bridge. That thing is maybe 13 feet high. Mm-hmm. What were they doing on top of there where everybody could see them? It's really strange. Um, they got to put in, you know. I feel like they wanted them special to look, yeah, they wanted to look more militant yeah. than, than anything else. And like they could, like they're all hiding. And when the fucking bus comes, when the bus comes, uh, they could have just been walking down the side of the bridge, mm-hmm. and nobody would have thought anything yeah. different about it. Uh, I'll say that much. I'll say that much about it. Uh, when when the bus explodes and all the prisoners are coming out, they're on fire. Uh, why did why kill the prisoners? Like they sh- they go out of their way to shoot all the prisoners yeah, unless they're putting stupid. them putting themselves putting them out of their. Misery. I don't think these guys care that much. Yeah, to, to help these dudes. Out. Oh no! Like the cops, of course. The well, cops we'll they, start they shoot them yeah. and everything. They got to get away. But there's prisoners like running out of the bus and they're just like unloading on them. Yeah, that part. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. I I was wondering if you would bring up the whole uh, Scarface. Oh yeah thing yeah yeah for sure um but before that I, I i like when they're walking to the bus yeah and then he looks at the guards like hey man let me borrow your gun <laughs> i i thought about that too <laughs> that that reminds me so much you know remember the fucking like little shithead like gangster kids yeah in high that's school it, that would say that. like stupid ass shit like that yeah hey man let me borrow your gun real quick oh god just <laughs> annoying annoying ass kids yeah dude. and and franklin even though he's very likable when you get to know, you know, he's got his baby mama and, like, he really cares about her and everything. He's so asinine and so yeah. annoying oh, yeah. in this movie. Um, but it's, it's... He's almost like a... Like a... A, Jul- a Julian... Uh, Julius? Julius. Julius? No, no, no. Oh, uh, uh, Vincent. Vincent. Yeah, yeah. Character. Yeah, he's a, he's a scammer. He's yeah. a hustler. Um, and you don't really feel for him until you get, like, yeah. you know, to the nitty-gritty of it. Um, that's, that stuff, the Scarface. The Scarface is fucking hilarious. He's like, he's like, sit down and shut up. (laughs) He's like, huh? Okay. Kill people for fun, man. No, he's like, I slap people for fun. (laughs) That's what I do, man. That's what I do. I love, uh, well, where you from, huh? That French part of Compton? (laughs) What set you clean? (laughs) Uh, he loves the Scarface uh, impression. Yeah, yeah. And he does it again, and, and the the Michael Jackson too. Yeah, all oh, yeah. Those uh, are his two his two favorites. His go tos. Kalu, 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 kalu. So good. Um, uh, he's not even saying anything. He's like kalu, kalu, Dude, he's just they just fucking just let him run free, man. That's what really what this movie is. It's just oh, dude, yeah, it's it's like, he's, go ahead. He's, he's untethered. Go ahead, Chris, sure. do your thing. Uh, untethered. Um, we go back to the the news station where Charles Sheen ultimately gets fired. Hold on, what about what about the helicopter though? When they when they get away and they're in the helicopter, yeah, and and was Gerard, yeah, and his buddy are congratulating each other, mm-hmm. and then Franklin's trying to get in there too. He's like, yeah, man, yeah, everybody, oh, okay? Yeah. everybody, everybody okay? Oh man, hell yeah, man. Woo. All right, man, you can just drop me off yeah. right there, man. Right there is cool. <laughs> Eat some. He brings it up again. So some chicken, some cornbread, some Kool Aid. I was watching that. I was like, damn, that actually sounds fucking fire. <laughs> I haven't had Kool Aid in a long time. I used to drink Kool Aid. All the time. Which one? Uh, I like fruit punch. Oh, okay. uh, 
you know, fucking, you know, Kool-Aid I love the guy. blue one. The blue one. I would have those on special occasions. Um, the pur- light, the light blue one. Purple Kool-Aid sometimes, uh, but mostly fruit punch, cherry stuff like that. Mm. I usually stick to the originals. Um, but uh, yeah, all the all I was like, damn, that sounds really fucking good. Kool-Aid, big glass of Kool-Aid, yeah. not too sweet, not too not bitter. like Burt Kreischer. Yeah, no, not like that. A fucking sixty-four. I mean, be, back in the day, I would drink that much Kool-Aid <laughs> before I was like diabetes prone. Um, yeah, I would I would have been totally down. Oh, you know, real quick before we go on, you're talking about continuity continuity errors. Yeah, there's a big one when they're running from the bus to the helicopter. They're not like they're not handcuffed. Yeah, they're not handcuffed. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah I think I saw something about that online yeah. as well. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that real quick about uh, Charlie Sheen getting fired because they're in that news broadcast, like in the fucking broadcast station or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much analog, so much. He's he's he, they're watching his report on like a fucking VHS tape, and it's just '90s, and I love it. I just had to talk about that because yeah. you don't see any of that anymore at all. Uh, oh, the next scene after Chris Tucker escapes. And he's at the restaurant, which is really, really funny. And I I wrote it down here because funny and realistic. No, it is. And that's what that's why I brought it up, because (laughs) in the 90s and the 2000s, obviously, in every action movie back then, the cops fire first, there's firing into crowds and everything like that. And I remember all the time me and family and friends and everything we would often be like, oh, well, that's not realistic because, you know, cops won't just fire into crowds and do something like that. Mm-hmm. But with the advent of the Internet, we see that that shit happens all the, all the fucking time. Yeah. They cannot wait to that's fucking exactly sh- what shoot, to shoot people in crowded areas yeah. and like any fucking excuse yeah. just right away. Just shoot people without question. That scene in the movie is the most realistic part of this movie. Yeah. It's cops shooting at an unarmed <laughs> black man trying to run away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna come out, but don't shoot. Yeah. Just okay. unload on them. Yeah, yeah, it's it's incredible. It's very sad, but it's very true. Um, <laughs> I love. I love. Uh, I need to laugh. But I, fuck. I, no, d- dude. It's what else can we do? I mean, that's that's what we have. That's what we can do. Um, I love that scene though. He's sitting there. I'm, I'm, why the fuck does he go to a fucking coffee shop? Or whatever? I would have anywhere. Went, I would have went home. Yeah. I would have done anything. I would have went straight, straight back Not to the, the neighborhood for sure. Yeah, to the neighborhood, find a friend if he has any. Yeah, hide him. You know, I, I would have got on a bus and just fucking gone, left. Yeah. yeah. Um, but him sitting in there, the cops come in right away. He's like, oh shit, yeah. like. And then <laughs> when they show his picture on the TV, and he's looking, and then he looks at the cops, and he's like. Shakes his head like, can you believe this? Yeah. <laughs> just so good. I fucking love that part. Um, ultimately, he gets away by hanging on the bus. And yeah. then uh, when he jumps off, he sees Charlie Sheen's face on it. And that's when he realizes he's like, I got to fucking clear my name. Yeah. This is the guy that's probably going to be able to help me because he's the only person that's going to fucking, you know, be able to do it. He's responsible, too. Yeah, no, he's super responsible for it. So he's got to be like, dude. You got to tell pretty much my my train of thought is his thinking is he knows that I only went to jail just for hustling. Mm-hmm. I'm not a cop killer, yeah. blah, blah. So he's got to help me out and use his connections to try and, try and, and do that. it's going to help him out. And in, in turn, he's going to get a big story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Without a doubt. <clears throat> um, they meet they meet up uh, and uh, <laughs> 
they meet up really quick and end up going back to Charlie Sheen's house. And I, I love the fucking just the dynamic between them. It's like Tom better be clean, dirty ass oh, white yeah. boy. <laughs> there's no, there's no hot water left, huh? What? He's just all pissed off. Yeah. And then him grooming himself, Victimone. Who the fuck Who the is fuck is a Victimone stealing all our sisters? Yeah. <laughs> Can't sing. Only reason she married him because <laughs> because he's got money. Um, I had no idea who Vic Damone was before this movie. Me neither. Um, but apparently he's a f- famous Italian singer. Um, that whole scene is just really, really funny. And then he comes out and, you know, they get in the car. They drive away to the party. This is probably like... this One of the second, oh, yeah, third, funniest parts of the yeah, movie. Yeah, I fucking love this movie. Him meeting... Uh, him meeting Paul Servino yeah, and the family oh, and everything. Incredible. Just so fucking funny. Mama mia! God! Your house! Magnifico! Motabella! Tutti frutti! Where'd you learn how to talk Italian? Uh, Vic talked to you in Italian when uh, you were a kid? All the time. Why don't you tell us what it was like growing up in that showbiz atmosphere? Everybody's interested. Oh, well, you know, I had a lot of friends. Junior Walker Jr., Sammy Davis Jr., Jr. Call me all the time, we hang out all the time. And what do you do now, Mr. Damone Jr.? Um, I'm in uh, sales. Retail. Seats. On the stock exchange. Broker? Tickets scalper. But I can get you anything you want if you let me know ahead of time. This is a funny guy. He's <laughs> <It's> hysterical. <laughs> Kills me. <laughs> How about some nice Dom Perignon 85? How about some Coke 45? <laughs> uh, introduces himself as Vic Damone Jr. Jr. <laughs> uh... And Paul Servino, I wrote it down too. I was like, really, in in all honesty, Paul Servino is living this lavish life in Beverly Hills, super rich. We don't really know what he does, but his son in law brings home this guy, and he's he's a very trusting dude. Obviously, we see in the movie. Yeah. And immediately when he says he's Victor Mon Junior, Paul Servino really doesn't have any reason to believe that he's lying to him. Yeah. So he believes it one hundred percent. Oh yeah. Um, but I just love, I love the line. It's like, oh, did you, you must have grown up with a bunch of famous people around. It's like, oh, yeah, we did. Junior Walker Jr., <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr., Jr., <laughs> called me all the time, hung out all the time. Uh, just, just, he's like, and then, the bello, tutti frutti. It's like, oh, the Vic talk to you in Italian when you're a kid? All the time. time. All the time. <laughs> just so fucking good. And then we. Magnifico. <laughs> Magnifico. Uh, <laughs> And then we get the the Barry White, um, you know, he recites Barry White oh, as, yeah. as a toast to to them, She's and like, right right away, Mrs. Cipriani's on it. Is that Barry Isn't that White? Barry White. And then when he walks when he walks away, you can tell this kid's Italian. From the Feels heart. deep. <laughs> um, just really funny, and dude, uh, I love Charlie Sheen's just fucking. He's like so. He's in his throat the entire oh, time. Dude, he yeah. wants to scream at the top of his lungs. All the women, all the guys, I fucked them all. <laughs> uh, uh, Chris Tucker with with uh, Heather Locklear. I love a uh, lot of women. A lot of women. All the uh, women. Uh, Them twins in college. That They, they weren't his. Uh, <laughs> they weren't his. Dude, hold on. Before we go, I, I have to fucking mention the part when he when he's done with the speech. Uh-huh. And he's like... That was that was beautiful. He's like, I knew you were Italian. He's like, poetic. And then he's like, 
What did you say? He's like, oh, I try, I try to, to do, do what, what I can, what I can do, what I can do. I I, used, I say that all the time. <laughs> when anybody gives me any type of compliment ever, try to do what I can do when I can, can do it. it. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what like, that's one of the lines. I forgot I, about that. Part. I've been using for for years. I'm so glad you brought it up because uh, I I fucking I wrote it down here, but I totally forgot to to say it. What about coat forty five? <laughs> yeah, I bought some Dom Perignon nineteen twenty five. What about some coat forty forty five? You know what? Have you had Colt 45? Yeah. Opinions? I, I think because of that, because of this movie. So, uh, growing up as a, like, I don't know, maybe like 18 to, at a, at a high school, 19 to like 24, 25, <clears throat> big on 32s, 40 oh, ounces. Yeah. Um, and Mickey's. where we where we grow up, where we grew up, there's a lot of Mickey's, there's a lot of high life. You know, Budweiser and basic stuff. I hadn't seen a Colt for old English, which is disgusting. Yeah. I hadn't seen a Colt forty five ever anywhere. Yeah. And I remember the first time I had it being a forties connoisseur of sorts. Mm-hmm. I tried it and I was like, this isn't bad. Yeah. Definitely better than old English. Oh, for King, sure. King Cobra. I think everything's uh, better than old English. Yeah. <laughs> uh still reserve. Oh. Pretty bad. Maybe not. Still reserve um, yeah, the worst. Pretty bad. Uh, the hurricane but yeah, too is hurricane. Well, hurricanes, uh, like bottom br- bottom beer. Oh, it's dude. just everything at the bottom. So bad. I remember they used to sell at a liquor store by the house. They would sell a forty ounce of hurricane for a dollar twenty five when oh. everything else was two three dollars. A dollar twenty five, and if you drink, and I'm I'm a especially at the time huge drinker. Yeah, and I'm you know six foot two hundred pounds. Takes uh, quite a bit for me to get drunk. I could drink one of those and be pretty fucked up. Yeah. I remember I would drink two of them in one night over the course of a night and and not drink anything else and have the worst hangover of my life the next day. It's it's that shit's straight poison. Yeah, it really was. Um, you can tell by the price, but yeah, that's uh that that whole scene's great. And then he calls uh. He calls Paula and realizes he's got to leave. I love that he's in there and he's like on the phone and he's grabbing oh, all yeah. his cigars, shoving them in his pockets and whatever else pictures? is on the, on He fucking taking picture frames. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, uh, I also love fucking Paul Savino hears raised voices, comes in. Vic, something wrong? Something? Somebody bothering you? Like, he's going to do something about it. I love it. He's just so nice. and just I fucking love you Paul think, Savino. You think movie. he, um, former mob guy? And like turned his life around. I think he's got connections. Yeah. I think he 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 knows how to uh, he knows who to call. Yeah, for problem. sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, yeah, it's it's interesting to think to think about where his money he, comes because he is so fucking nice. So, he's so, so nice. He can't be fully connected because yeah, 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 I imagine those dudes aren't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> But he turns that real quick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. later on later when he on. finds out, <laughs> we'll I'm get, like, "Whoa, dude!" Okay, we'll, we'll get there. We'll All right, get there. there he is. Yeah, there's a li- <laughs> there's a line where he's like, "So you're half and half Italian." Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah, I know. And, he and, then, he, say and it? then he goes full racist at the yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, at dude, the yeah. oh I, I wrote down here that both both men's lives are just really really stress. I mean, yeah. Obviously, Chris Tucker is a little bit more. He's going to go to jail for murder or get killed, you know, if things don't go right. But Charlie Sheen is a guy who's on his last on his last leg. Yeah, uh, he just got fired. 
I'm I'm sure his uh, Heather Locklear really loves him, but like he's probably just like fuck my life is just fucking just in shambles, and I just have to make it through this weekend. And if I could do this, then everything will be it'll all be worth it. And it, it's just something that I that I noticed, and I just wanted to point out there's there's a lot of there's a the the story and the writing of this movie is done really well because the stakes are really high for both characters mm-hmm. and they both really need each other. Um, but when push comes to shove, they're not, they're not, you know, coy about, you know, being more selfish than, than they, than they don't have to be pretty much. Um, <laughs> they show up at Elise Neal's apartment at Paula's apartment. And, uh, I, I just love when the when the cops show up and they're like, oh, open up the door. And she's like, in a minute. <laughs> uh, all that stuff's really good. And then they have to run from the cops. And, yeah, it's just uh, – it's good. And th- this is the first scene where we really see that Franklin really cares about her. Um, mm-hmm. And he's telling her <laughs> – Telling her that he's he's checking on his baby and wants to make sure she's okay, and uh, yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. You have anything else over there? Uh, I like when they go meet Aaron. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That whole scene. I really like Aaron. That dude's cool. I mean, I'm sure he's a it's bad very, guy, but before before we get before we get to that part, I was wondering whether Pickett Detective Pickett was bought off from the beginning because he seems really earnest when he meets with Paula like at the be- at the beginning mm-hmm. and then later on he kind of just switches and like I was like he seems like a good cop and like his <clears throat> his his partner's really like fucking gung-ho mm-hmm. and I wonder if you know the Frenchie he fucking contacted him and just offered him a shitload of money that just automatically he's like all right I'll fucking do this I think uh I think he's probably was always like that yeah but maybe this is a new partner and maybe he hint he hinted at let me see if this guy's down. He's like doing a training day type stuff. Yeah. yeah, and then he's not. He's like, oh, okay. Those, I got to do this. This guy's own. dead then. Um, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, uh, before we get to, to Franklin, uh, the scene where <clears throat> they go to, um, they, they're trying to find out who these French guys are, and they go to the nightclub. Oh, you're the investigative reporter. Yes, I am. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Just so good. And then he does the bomb threat. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love – it's very reminiscent to – there's there's a few things that are reminiscent to Rush Hour is uh, when he tells them that there's a bomb in the building in Rush Hour and then fucking they're all skinny around. He's like, titty, titty, titty. Get them titties out of here. <laughs> and in, in this movie, he calls in the bomb threat and they're like, all right, they're coming out. They're coming out. And they're like, everybody's running out. And he's like, damn, that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just never, just dude. never misses the opportunity to just come in. Honestly, yeah, yeah. and that's just him. Dude. Yeah, yeah. just Chris Tucker being Chris Tucker. Really, really funny. Um, <laughs> and, and then obviously they get chased by by Gerard and and the other French guy, and uh, they realize that they're going to need some firepower if they're going to stand a chance. So they go and see. Oh, they they oh, go and dude. see Franklin oh, or uh, I, I, not Franklin. Uh, Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Which is hilarious that his name is Aaron. Wouldn't you think that guy would have a cooler name? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's his. It's his, maybe he does, but it's his lifelong friend, so he just calls him Aaron. Uh, uh when they're running from the French dudes, because uh, I, I have it like after I, I wrote the notes. Um, but uh, wait, is it later? Oh, it is later. It's after the the bidding. 
Oh, the, the car chase. The car chase. Car chase. Okay. When the homeless guy shoots at that <laughs> <laughs> random ass Dude, fucking so, homeless yeah, guy. It's Los Angeles, bro. Dude, he's like, oh, because they're shooting back and forth, and he just reaches into a bag, <laughs> a sandwich bag, and, just... <laughs> and he's like, he didn't try to get out of the way. No, he's, he's just, just like looks and just yeah, fuck these. Fuck dudes. it. <laughs> I'll join in. It's Wild West. Dude. Good stuff. That's like an ode to the like old comedy. Like uh Yeah, no, uh, for sure. Like a stupid Marx Brothers. Uh, yeah, like or that. or some fucking naked gun shit. Oh you know? yeah, like, no, for sure, dude. Why it's like well, why is he shooting? <laughs> uh yeah, and it, it totally didn't have to no, be in there at all. No. At all. <laughs> uh Okay, so we get we get to Aaron's place. Um, I love his his bodyguard. Oh yeah. Uh, nah, where'd he shoot him? In MacArthur Park. Nah, where'd he shoot him? In the ass. Everybody, Everybody knows, knows he got shot in the ass. So get out the way, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking trying to flinch at him. Yeah, uh, good stuff. And then we meet Aaron. And then there's another thing that's very reminiscent to Rush Hour. He's going to meet a lifelong friend. Oh, and yeah. Rush Hour, it's his cousin. Yeah. Uh, in this movie, he's going to meet this in the seedy back back room type place, and they're they're looking for guns. I love uh, Aaron's disdain for Charlie Sheen. He's like, "What the fuck is this shit over here?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's just a reporter for Channel Five News. Uh, reporter, and he's fucking ready to shoot him. He's like, "Help, help, help you out! What is he doing to report on my lifestyle? Just all that stuff." Yeah. Um, I love the hey, Dan Rather. You better keep your mouth shut and get your dick shot off or whatever the hell he says to him. All that stuff's good. And then when he's about to kill, uh, <laughs> he's about to kill Chris Tucker or whatever. He's like, he's like, how far do we go back? I can go see. Oh yeah, pretty pat. Red light, green light. <laughs> Red light, green light. <laughs> he's like, all right. It's like, what would our mama say if they saw us like this? Yeah, and, all, and, and all that, that stuff. You already mentioned Rush Hour, but that part reminds me of. Yeah, yeah. He's like, why you gotta bring on Bootsy? Bust you because it's gonna kill out Bootsy. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff, just yeah. good stuff. Uh, I like that. It's a good um, setup for later when he needs help, and they yeah. come, they come, and they save his ass. And it's cool because you don't know if they're coming because he's calling. Oh them. yeah, does, because they, initially they go just to get the guns, yeah. and they leave, and then he calls them, and then you don't know if they're, they're yeah. gonna show up. And then out of nowhere, they fucking come in hot. Yeah. It's it's great stuff. That's why I'm saying at the end of the movie, there's a lot of moving pieces. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, it's established early on that Carmine wants them. We're watching Pickett try to find him the entire time. The French dudes want him. Mm-hmm. And then we have Aaron and his body and his bodyguard show up at the same time. It does. It is stretched out pretty far. But um, in order for all those things to come full circle, I think uh, there's little that you could cut out without it, without questions being left unanswered. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a good, good scene. The next morning when they show up at Paul Servino's house, Mm -hmm. they're wearing the exact same clothes. I would imagine they stink. Um, you know, Charlie Sheen's got to go talk to Heather Locklear and tell him, tell her the truth. It's when they're having breakfast. Yeah. When they're having breakfast. Um, and Connie's there and she just can't stand fucking Chris Tucker. He was my first, my last. My everything. <laughs> you pissed her off. Uh, and then uh, she always like this. Yeah. <laughs> I love. I love. He's eating, and then when she's like all pissed, and then he doesn't say anything, but he's like, <laughs> "Like we're having breakfast. It'd yeah. Be nice. Come what, on. What are you doing? He's got food in his mouth. Uh, just, just good." And she, she leaves. Um, he's like, "You hungry? 
Yeah, I'll have a uh, bacon and eggs. Bacon and eggs. No, nah, what am I saying? You're Italian. Okay. Um, <laughs> give me a nice ganache sausage. Yeah, and all, just, all the all. The, <laughs> Man, mom making my mozzarella <laughs> omelet. Uh, that's your mama. It's like, yeah, keep it in the family. That's how the rich stay rich. <laughs> so all old. Um, and then we get the bedroom scene, which is fucking fantastic too. Yeah. Just just him in that room is fucking got a fireplace in it. Yeah, huge it's nuts. He's showing him the Bulgari uh, watches. Uh, I love his. Like, He's like mm. loan me a million dollars. I'm just kidding. Unless you're gonna loan it to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he convinces him that they they don't want those for a wedding gift. Yeah. And he's always already got it in his head. He's got to get to that auto expo because mm-hmm. he sees it in the paper while they're at that uh, breakfast. Um, then we get uh, them at the auto expo, which is another another fun fun scene. Yeah. Um, them just going back and forth, bidding uh, notices a French guy, and they're bidding back and forth. Uh, all that stuff is cool, dude. A lot of those cars are really sick. Um, they they drive like shit though. Oh no, for sure, yeah, without a doubt. It's just the look, without a doubt. Um, <clears throat> well, a lot of them probably yeah. They're X racer cars though. Yeah, but were they fuck? Was that in a straight line? That- <laughs> that's true. That's true. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely correct. I didn't think about that. <laughs> um. Yeah, that that whole scene's really cool. I love Paul Servino noticing that the French guy. Yeah, is, who is this? Who is this Who's guy? This? Oh, fucking yeah! <laughs> all the all the all the hand gestures and everything. Yeah. Fucking Chris Tucker's. <laughs> oh, we got for forty five thousand over <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, dude, just really good. And then he goes to. Um, I can't remember why he leaves. I think oh, he goes to call the cops. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of them's wearing a fucked up tuxedo. The one's other one's dressed up all in black. Get over here. They're shooting everybody. Blah, blah, blah. People hey, are man, dying. The cops are here. They want to talk to you. Cops are here. They want to talk to you. <laughs> You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. And then Charlie Sheen shows up and he, dude, just fucking tries to fight Chris Tucker and just totally gets, that gets part's punched funny. a couple times. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, dude. <laughs> what when, he, he when he blows up, when he's like, he's like, me and Guy are just down here macking some hoes. Yeah. Um, so, oh, yeah. Bitches. Oh, yeah. It's like a G-Dog or a flat Flossy with the posse. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> dude, just he's he's had it, he's had dude. It, yeah. He's had it. His whole life, and this guy's going to go to prison. And yeah. Now, like, he's with his fucking father-in-law yeah. spending $250,000. Like, he just had it. He's, he just can't fucking handle it. <laughs> and then he just has no other avenues, but I got to knock some sense yeah. on this guy. Punches him once, gets one good fucking uh, clock like, in him, oh, and then he gets his fucking oh, ass kicked. Hell no. Probably breaks his hand on that punch oh, yeah. he throws into the banister. Um, just, it, it, yeah, just good. It's uh, <laughs> Charlie Sheen's just so uptight in this movie; he just yeah. he can't handle it. This is the scene where he, he blows. He blows. Um, then we get the fucking car chase. Yeah, uh, they get the car. He finds the diamonds. Um, the French guy driving off the top of that overpass. Why, how the hell did he think that that was going to work ever? Just, it's a fun chase scene. Like we said, really funny when the fucking bums are shooting. And it's two bums like eating a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Drive through the alley. Just shoots. Uh, just good stuff. Dang. Whoa, my mind just blew right now. Is that where the idea for John Wick came from? Where the bums are assassins? Oh, stupid. I think the bum would have hit something if he was an assassin. No, I'm not saying he was. Yeah. But they're like, what if we made 
oh, one of the characters. Bubs. Yeah, and they're assassins. It could be, man. Dang. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but yeah, we get that whole chase scene. Uh, and then uh, because because he left and because Paul Savino doesn't know who he is, we cut back to Heather Locklear explaining oh, to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. About, I love this part. He's like, wait. So James is a crook. He's like, no, he's not a crook. He's like, and this other guy, is he or is he not Vic Damone's son? I don't know. I know. So like, you tell me. Is that... uh. <laughs> and then he's like, I had mom make him a mozzarella. And he's like, that, no, the wedding's off. Yeah. Uh, the wedding's off. Uh, there's no way my daughter's going to marry this limp dick bastard. He is not, not limp dick. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> and the dude is screaming in yeah. Italian like at, at the end of it. Just so good. <laughs> Oh man, fucking limp great! Limp dick bastard, dude. <laughs> and Isn't then, that limp dick daddy? Yeah, all that. All, all it's just really great. It's a great scene. Yeah. Um, there, you could cut that scene out and have the rest of the movie and have it be not as questionable. You mm-hmm. think it, everything happens, but I'm so glad they included yeah. it in there because it, it one, you know, shows that that contrast of who Guy is as a person. And then as mean as his wife is to him, as soon as he says something racist, she's like, why the fuck does that matter? This guy's, mm-hmm. like, wanted for murder or whatever. So it even shows her other side of right. not being a complete bitch. Yeah. Um, and and then you get those the f- couple funny line readings from Heather Locklear. It just, it just adds a little bit of yeah, spice to the, like, sure. already good good comedy. Um, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> obviously, Charlie Sheen gets, gets uh, kidnapped by the French people. Um me and my cousin always just like because uh, you hate that French dude Gerard or yeah, whatever. He's annoying. But I like I, I like some of his line readings when uh, he's like, oh, you know the diamonds you forgot, blah blah. And then he's like trying to tell him or whatever about where they're supposed to meet. And then he's like, what happened? He's like, he hang up. Just super, <laughs> just super evil. Um, but then we get the scene where uh, Franklin goes to meet Paula at the restaurant, and it's like, you sure nobody followed you? You sure? She's like, yes. I'm sure. And then uh, Franklin answers the phone. It's like, all right, motherfucker, this is what's going to happen. Watch your mouth, boy. Mama, 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 I didn't know it was you. (laughs) All that stuff. Fucking really good. And then uh, after all that stuff, we get uh, the whole shootout in the Coliseum, which uh, he calls out all the stops, calls Carmine to come get him, Mm. calls Roland to help him out with the screens. Um, he calls Pickett to come find him, thinks that he's going to be safe with Pickett, but ends up not being the case. Yeah. Um, all that's all that stuff's really good. Uh, so yeah, j- go, go into depth more of like, why, like, why it just doesn't work for you? It's just way too long. Um, I don't know, man. I, it's just, it's way too long and I just don't see it. Like, I don't believe it. Like, yeah, he's not a shooter. You know, he's not experienced. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just too chaotic, which it sounds insane for me to say, judging by some of the movies that I like. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. It's just weird. I, I don't know. I just I felt myself tuning out because I know exactly what happens. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. there's movies I know exactly what happens and I'm watching every single well, second. The, the, yeah, the action is not... Directed particularly, I think. I think great. I think that's what it is. Is that I, I'm just like, oh, all right, and then I went on my phone. Yeah, during that part, 
Yeah, um, it's not it's not a whole lot of bit, and, and you know what? I actually wrote this down too. Now that you bring it up, because the action isn't necessarily directed that incredible. Mm-hmm. It's really cool when um, you know Franklin's about to get killed by Beckett, and then <clears throat> he fucking uh, he's standing there ready to die, and then Rocket comes in, hits hits the light fixture and it falls on him and yeah. then we realize Aaron's there. But later on when uh when the French dude's shooting at him from the from the booth yeah. or whatever and, he gets and then he gets hit, they there's a big explosion and that explosion lasts like a good five, seven seconds. Yeah. And I wrote it down here, I was like, that's when you can get away, like action was big explosions. Because oh, now yeah. we have Marvel and we have all these extravagant different things. But this is what you know big tan- explosions tan- tantalized still. people in the nineties. Yeah, um, fire and it just it uh, it just yeah it um, it's not it's not as captivating as it was when we were younger for sure. Yeah, but uh, I think I think the ending works well because, like I said. All these seeds are planted, and they come full circle. Um, Carmine, Aaron, Pickett, the French people, everything like that. I think uh, it works well. Whether it moves fast enough, I don't know. Um, but uh, I, I think they they do a good job at the end, uh, wrapping all, wrapping up all those loose ends. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some good. There's some good bits with him and Carmine, like fucking. <laughs> It's like ten million. I thought it was fifteen million. It's like, what do you think I'm doing all this running around for for free? <laughs> your stingy ass. <laughs> all that good stuff. Um, like we said, I love that Aaron shows up, kills that, kills the Frenchy French dude in there. Um, I like uh, the whole Charlie Sheen stuff in the the grenades oh, under, yeah. underneath there. That, super smart, really cool. I, I think it is really really fun. Um, and then when when. Uh, he gets knocked out when T- Franklin gets knocked out by the French dude, and then that's another line reading that I always love. He's like, first, I'm going to shoot your right knee, and then I'm going to shoot the other one. You got that, homie? Just, just fed up with this guy because he's been chasing him all around town and everything. Just really funny. And then when he gets knocked out, and then fucking Franklin's like, "We gotta go, man. We gotta go." Oh, dude, he's like, he's like stomping, stomping him out <laughs> and everything. Oh, that stuff's fucking really good. <clears throat> and then we get to the end where he throws the diamonds and everything. Uh, and Frenchie gets in the helicopter, tries to get away, but yeah. dude, there's like ten grenades there, blow up the fucking helicopter, and he's dead. You think it blows up like that? I think there is enough grenades to to. Rupture the like undercut undercarriage of the of the helicopter and it probably does blow up like that yeah because I mean we know there's no like fires with fucking grenades there's just shrapnel fucking being blown out but I think it rips through the interior of the of the helicopter enough because there's he puts like dude like ten grenades underneath there yeah um so I think yeah it probably blows up like that maybe. Originally, it doesn't blow up like that. It gets fucked up, and it just falls back to the ground. And then he comes out. Uh, nah, I got it. <laughs> For, like, Carl at the end? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boom! And then someone shoots him. Yeah. Aaron? Yeah. Somebody? But then they're like, nah, let's just have him blow up. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so 
at the end of the movie, we get the uh, pretty much the next scene. Like, we get the redemption fucking uh, news news broadcast yeah. that they do in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, get another. We're gonna have some Kool Aid, some cornbread, some chicken. Everything at half price at the. What's funny about it is Franklin knows he's a millionaire already. Oh like, yeah, he's got a bunch of money, but he says he's going back to the car wash on Monday and everything's gonna be half price. Like it's fucking. He's just gonna go back to his life, you yeah. know. Um, and then we go to the wedding, and then we see, you know, oh, that's not the ring, but it's a diamond on a fucking ring. Yeah. And then <clears throat> he's got an earring. He's got an earring on with <laughs> one of the diamonds in it, and everything. It's just it's fucking great. I wonder how many other ones he kept. I think he kept like ten, like yeah. a handful. Because there's a lot of diamonds in that sack, yeah. like a shitload. Yeah. Um, and he's definitely got a guy. He could take him to Aaron and be like, "Where can we oh, yeah. exchange for this or whatever?" Yeah. But um, yeah, it's great stuff. Really fun movie. I I like this movie a lot. Um, yeah. I just I think towards the end the the steam dies out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, for me, but the whole first hour. The movie's like an hour and a half. Right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Majority it, of the movie. Really funny. If you haven't seen this movie and uh, you want to watch it, regardless of everything that we talked about today, yeah, you can still watch it. Really enjoy it. It's it's fucking hilarious. No, we don't I, we don't do Chris movie. Tucker justice when we're no, no fucking not at all. Reading his lines and everything. Yeah. He's he's fucking hilarious. But um, yeah, that's pretty much the whole movie. Uh, did you have anything else about the movie before we wrap up? Mm. No, um, yeah, we we pretty much hit everything, and we had a lot of the same things we wanted to mention <laughs> yeah. too, which is funny. Um, no, that's pretty much it. Okay, well, um, like we've been doing, I thought of a nineteen uh, seventies ending for this movie, uh, to make it not so happy. Basically, uh. Cops are dead. Cops want revenge, and they have a black suspect. They just throw Franklin in jail regardless. They didn't catch anybody else. They want justice. They want to not look incompetent by having all this stuff go on and having a fucking uh, corrupt police officer in their mitts or whatever. So they just send Franklin to jail anyway, pin the entire thing on him. Oh, yeah. And the uh, movie just basically ends after that. <laughs> uh, I think that's pretty fitting. Like we said as unrealistic as I thought it was back in the day, them yeah. shooting at Franklin, trying oh, to no. kill him at all costs. Having seen movies like LA Confidential um, and just seeing that they're always just looking for a scapegoat and the mm-hmm. black guy's the first person that they're going to put it on, it just seems fitting. Like, that's what would happen. Yeah, I agree. Um, other than that, we will move on to the last segment. Sequel, prequel, or remake of this movie. What would you do? Um... I'd like to see a sequel. Me too. I want to see what he did with his money. I want to see what he would do with his money. I want to see if him and Charlie Sheen stay friends or if they become estranged and they have to get back together because of this, that, or the other. Mm. Um, Or if it's a sequel without Charlie Sheen and, uh, you know, he just gets another shenanigans, things like that. I think a sequel would be good for this movie. Mm -hmm. Prequel, nah. Nah. Remake, nah. Um, I think sequel is the way to go for this one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that movie. If you haven't seen this movie, definitely watch it. It's really, really fun. Right now, it is streaming on Tubi for free. Uh, if you don't have HBO Max, which it is also streaming at, 
Uh, tell your friends, tell your family if they like movies and movie reviews is a place for them. And you guys can follow us out there at Play It Again Man underscore pod on Instagram and TikTok. And for Play It Again Man, I'm Steve Valdez. Jason Brunas. And we will see you at the movies next week.